0: Hello and welcome to another Anim Dojo podcast. Uh, what is Anim Dojo? We're an online platform and our mission is to give everyone a helping step up the career ladder in the animation and VFX industries, regardless of your age, location, wealth, or time availability. And we do that on our website of what we call an animation gym, having lots of workouts, live streams, challenges, feedback sessions. You get the idea. Um, all trying to help you do the kind of the job you, you want to do and hit the ground running. Uh, my name is Tom Box, co founder of Anim Dojo, and here's the brilliant Anim Dojo team. We have uh, Katie.
1: Hi, uh, I'm community manager at Anim Dojo and I'm a recruiter at Blue Zoo Animation Studio.
0: And we have Grace.
2: Hello, I'm marketing coordinator for Anim Dojo and Blue Zoo.
0: And last but not least, we have Beda.
3: Hi, I'm Beda. I'm co founder of Anim Dojo and animation supervisor at Access.
0: Excellent, well cheers for everyone for coming along. but also we have uh, two guests and that's because we're continuing our series of podcasts on looking into what particular animation job titles are. Uh, So far we've done one, the first one was on um, character design and the one after that was art direction. Uh, So look into those if you're intrigued or wanna know more about those uh, job roles. Um, But today we have Charlotte and Farhad uh, so, welcome both. Um, Charlotte, could you say who you are?
4: Hi. Uh, yep, I'm Charlotte. I am a 2D environment designer, but I previously did a 2D layout. Um, yep, Jared is my uh, lead. Or was. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> was.
0: <laughs> and Farhad, do you want to introduce yourself?
5: Yeah, hi. Um, so, I'm 2D uh, layout supervisor at Blues Animation Studio. And so as Charlotte said, I worked with her for one season on Pony and yeah. Cool. Excellent. So from
0: that, I hope you uh, see the, the the theme there. We're, today we're talking about 2D layout artists, which is one we've really wanted to talk about because it is one of those roles that a lot of people don't know exist. It's one of the less common roles compared to an animator or, or designer. So I thought it'd be a great opportunity to talk to, uh, to explain what, what the, the role is and get some real uh, conversation of, of what it involves. Um, so I guess that kind of um, begs the question, <laughs> in in terms of for someone who has no idea, never heard of what a 2D layout artist, Charlotte, what would you, how would you explain it nice and easily for someone to
4: understand? Well, when I'm talking to someone who doesn't really know about 2D animation, I would normally reference a common show like The Simpsons or something. And I would say you look at a background in that, and you see the line work. It's essentially that, like drawing the the structures, the perspective, everything that's in it, and then someone else paints it.
0: Okay, so it's a bit like kind of doing the the black and white uh, line art picture yeah. for someone else to color in. That's the back that's the background of far Would you would you have anything to add to that in terms of what what it is?
5: Yeah, basically she she said we are doing the background, but also we can have to hit some other stuff like uh, composition uh, in the image, um, the characters, how to put them in the, in the environment, checking also the design, if the design is matching, et cetera. So all the little details that um, could improve the image, the final image uh, on screen. Yeah.
0: Okay, cool. So it's it sounds like it's... Uh, from what I've seen of it, it looks like it's kind of a, a mixture of uh, storytelling, draftsmanship and cinematography, all kind of rolled into so, one. Would you say that's the mixture yeah. of skills that it is, or is there is there other things that that you that are port- important or vital to it as well?
5: Yeah, I, I will. I will let Charlotte start. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you.
4: <laughs>
5: I'm polite. <blind.
4: laughs> I, I think that I think that pretty much covers it.
5: Yeah. So yeah, um, sorry, I (laughs) interrupted you. Um, So uh, I was about just to add, uh, yeah, uh, in fact, we have also to check some storytelling aspects in the layout. So the fact that, for example, a character, when he's moving in in, in the scene, we have to explain kind of with elements around what is important in the scene, also playing with the, the lighting. Uh, for highlighting a zone, a particular element, uh, I don't know, a window when you have to go, the character have to go to the window, this kind of element. So we have to do actually a lot of things, but uh, yeah, people don't know it, so. So what,
0: what kind of stage in the production process does the 2D layout role um, take place in?
4: I'd say it's, it's fairly early. Um, Yeah, because we, we come quite a bit before animation. It kind of, um, we, we kind of take the storyboards, what they've done and we take what the environment designers have done and we kind of, um, yeah, put together the layouts and then that's passed on to the people who paint the backgrounds and I guess, simultaneously they're given to the, uh, animators. So yeah, just before animation.
0: So do you have to, so it, to get it right in my head then, are you given a, so it's, it's different from back environment design. So if you're given a design from the environment designer, do you then have to kind of work out how to draw it from different angles, depending on what the shot is?
4: Yeah, yeah, that's, okay. that's how it works. Um, sometimes we'll be get, get given uh, one wide shot that the designers have drawn and they've kind of put everything where it's supposed to be. And then we would say do like two or three different angles for what the storyboarders need
5: okay yeah. <laughs> if, I, if i may add uh, just a little thing in it so it's also like when we see, uh, when we have to do the layout we'll have to also to set up the camera uh movement in it also split the image uh all the layers for example what's an overlay so what's coming in front of the character what's behind the character so all these things, we have to set up them because when the work is going to the background team, they will also split the same way, the background, and then it's going to the comb team and the comp team is doing the same. So they need all this information coming from the layout and you have to go out on the top of the, the pyramid. Kind of. So, it's, so it sounds like a,
0: quite a, a, a important job then that the rest of the, the, the production That's, really kind of relies on.
5: Yeah. A lot of things depends the way that we are set up in our, uh, files and our pieces, because if we mess up something, so you're going to roll to the other. And so it's going to make it bigger and bigger. So the problem can be huge if we do a mistake. So we better be very careful on, on, on our work. And so it's, yeah. a, it sounds like difficult is, it's not real difficult when we know what to do, but at the mm-hmm. beginning, there is a lot of knowledge to, uh, digest and then uh, it can be quite interesting to do all these steps.
2: Yeah. yeah I have a question. Um, so it sounds like you guys have a really good sense of perspective, and um, I'm guessing maybe how big things are, scale. Um, and to me, that sounds quite daunting. Like I would, I would be really <laughs> afraid of having to learn those skills. How did you guys go about learning? Um, how you can kind of um figure out the dimension of a room or um how big something is in relation to something else. Like how where where did you find those skills?
5: Let Charlotte start. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat>
4: um well I guess uh yeah because I, I finished university um a couple of years ago. I Blue Zo is my first job. Um so I, I guess from the university experience, uh, a lot of people didn't care for layout at all. Um, they didn't find it interesting, they found it a bit tedious, you know, it's, it's not like a lot of people don't find it very fun trying to figure out the technicalities of like, oh, you know, what does this shape look like at this angle, blah, blah, blah.
1: It's very disciplined, um, isn't
4: it? Yeah, yeah, and it's, it's quite clean, Uh, at least that's how we do it here. Uh, we do it quite clean. Um, so some people like they just don't enjoy that. I was always the person that enjoyed doing the, uh, the hand line art for the animation, like doing it on the paper, like the, um, the cleanup exercises. So a lot of people just don't have the patience for that, but I think, um, if you do, then yeah, you can kind of over time, when you do more and more, you your eye is just trained naturally to figure out what looks right and what looks wrong.
0: You get a sense of that looks a bit wonky. That, yeah. that doesn't look like <laughs> something. So what
4: um, i
2: uh, Did you say it's, it's kind of practice then, you're saying? Like, yeah, yeah. you really gain that sense of, sense yeah, of
4: space? Yeah, I'd say so. I mean, I think I, I look back at some stuff that I did when I started here and it's it's just amazing how much my skills have improved over that time so yeah
0: yeah I wanted to pick up on that point sorry who's interrupting so <laughs> um I wanted to pick up on that point in terms of saying some people might not might not like it but you really do what what type of person would you think it appeals to what do you think it is about you that or what what of that kind of role and that being quite disciplined and or kind
5: of technical what kind of person does that appeal to you then um, so, to, to be honest, uh, we, when you start the layout, it's good to be very patient as well. Um, so it's not a rush work. Uh, you don't have to, to rush it too much because it, it will impact so many other stuff after that. Um, so basically, the best profile is someone who like, uh, in, in, who enjoy uh, telling a story while he's drawing a background, kind of, if I may say. So. Uh, it also I need to understand that it's not just about drawing. Um, so it, it, it will be also uh, be a lot of checking elements. Um, for example, you said uh, uh, how we figure out the scale uh, in the characters uh, in, in a background, etc. So that come also because for example, in the previous package, so the design, the character design artist always use an element to compare the size of a character. For example, you put it near to a chair or a door so we know that, okay, that chair uh, and this character have this size. So when you implement them in the background, we'll build around this all the rest of the background. So that will be our key element. Um, so we'll have to be kind of not real architects, but we'll have to enjoy uh, creating and building an environment that looks logical for this show. Because in another show, the character may be very small, an element very big. So we'll have to take this in mind always and 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 so, yeah, pretty much very, be, being very patient and enjoying uh, not only drawing, but all the stuff that goes around with the layout. So that's yeah. the best profile.
3: I wanted What's to say, because um, um, I remember the first time I heard about 2D layout, uh, I was browsing uh, sort of like uh, studios that had their productions uh, transparent. They show you the different stages that they have. I remember there was stuff from like Nickelodeon. They had like a different, like they show you the storyboards. And then there was, there was one particular episode where they shared the layout. And it was the first time I saw it. And I thought to myself, what? That looks like key poses. That look, th- Those look like animation mm-hmm. key poses. Yeah. And I was confused because I thought those were set by the animators. And then I remember uh, I had a friend who used to be a, uh, a 2D animator at Disney a long time ago. And he told me, no, the, they, they, and he explained it to me very crudely. He just said, oh, they, they use the 2D layout to also check if the action that's planned is going to fit yeah. in shots. Yeah. Sometimes the, the storyboard says they do this, but then you actually come to animate it. It doesn't fit. Yep. And you need to make sure that the action fits. So that's why they put the key poses.
5: Mm.
3: And I was like, oh, but then how does this? he's like, yeah, 2D layout is different to storyboarding. And he, And that's when it opened my eyes. Yeah. I think, uh, well, the question I'm asking then, I guess, is like, what what would happen if there's no 2D layout on a certain show? Like, what is the thing that will become the problem? Because I think one of them would be you will be wasting lots of resources.
5: Mm. So the thing is, if... Uh, so I, at the beginning, there was always a layout uh, when they start animation. So that was a key point. But when they start to produce things in Asia, um, they start to think more economical. So what they did is to push a bit more the storyboard and to try to give them a better storyboard uh, with more clear keyframes, etc. But it's still not enough. So that's why you end up with a lot of uh, show produced in Asia with a lot of scale character problems. So they look weird and the background looks a bit weird because the characters are not fitting so in it that stage completely. Yeah, exactly. So that's why a lot of show looks very bad on screen and the difference when you have a layout team, so you can see clearly the difference. You have a quality jump quality in, in your show because some people are, are taking care of that. Uh, if you don't take care of that, yeah, you, you will end up with a lot of issues. And the other thing is, uh, so I used to work for Ankama animation and there we had, um, two type of layout. So we had the layout, uh, posing, so that was for the characters, and we called it genga, so that's a Japanese word for that, and we had the layout background, so the layout posing was done by uh, traditional animators uh, who used to uh, work on our layout background, but before that, it was the same person who was used to doing the characters and the background, and the problem with that is that you cannot have a very good, um, you can have a very good person doing a very good uh, background, but it's very hard to have a a person who is doing also very good uh, character uh, animation or character posing at the same time. So that was splitted. Now we have two that kind of department when you have a bigger budget. So they split it in two. So you have the layout background, then you have the layout posing. And then the layout posing is used by the animators to do uh animation on the on these keyframes because they are keyframes actually
3: so they have to use those those actual drawings yeah
5: and they can't change it no they have to start with that as base and then they can do all the uh in-betweening um for so, the final. The layout, so the layout posing was done by someone who would be considered
3: like a lead animator or an animation supervisor or something
5: yeah i mean for example in france it was uh all the traditional animation people We had some people coming, working with us from uh, Ghibli. who were doing all these key key frames uh, for, before that it goes to the flash animators team. So it's a bit the same uh, with us in uh, BlueZoo, except we just don't have the Gengar. We have straight away uh, the layout, the background, we just cut up the um, character uh, in the storyboard and we check the scale and we give them that. But we don't, don't really redraw them uh, as they should be in a keyframe. Uh, so we missed that stage, but that's that's okay because if the storyboard is clear enough, they can figure it out in animation. But to be honest, it's better to have a keyframe uh, done by a, uh, a traditional animators to have a better uh, pose at the beginning when they start the the the, the keyframes. Wow.
0: Well, cool. that's, uh, that's, I think that's really, really helpful kind of way of uh, looking at that thing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Well, I, one one question I had to wanted to ask actually, because I know kind of like um, like my family are all architects, and I have friends who are architects, and they kind of wanted to go into it because they like drawing kind of buildings, and that's one of the things they wanted. But then you find out when you go into something like that, you find actually the drawing mm. is like five percent of the actual job. Is mm. what's it like for for your role? Is it is there a lot of drawing? How much is it of kind of like actually kind of pencil on paper drawing versus problem solving versus more of the the admin side, if there is an admin side, what's, what do you say to that?
4: Go oh, Charlotte. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I'd say it's pretty evenly split. Um, I mean of course it, it depends on uh, you know everybody does things at different speeds, so somebody might take a little bit more time on the actual drawing side of it, but they might be really, really quick with doing the uh, admin side of it, doing the camera moves and scaling and all that kind of thing um so yeah it is uh of course it depends on the episode as well uh some episodes will have you know crazy new locations and it'll just be all wacky and it'll be a lot more to draw um but other episodes you know you've got more existing stuff that you've used from other episodes um so yeah it, it depends on how quickly you work but i'd, I'd say that it's probably like um it's, it's probably 50-50 at the end of the day, I think, personally. Um, yeah. yeah.
5: Um, so it depends on the, the yeah, as say Charlotte, it depends on the people who are working as well because when we are dividing the work with the, the job, we try to figure out uh, which, uh, which person is good with uh, what. Uh, so, I mean, with quality they have. So we give them uh, kind of, uh, if they are faster with some aspect of the work, Give them more that kind of uh, type of work to go faster in the old production aspect of it. Um, so, also, um, I forgot what I was about to say. I'm lost <laughs> now. Let me see. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Is it percentages? So, uh, sorry?
1: Was it the percentages? Of- yeah, the
5: percentages. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, it depends on the, the, the person, but at Blue Zoo for for Pony, for example, if I take it as an example, we had much more work to do at the beginning so we had maybe 50 50 at the beginning but at the end of the production because we had so many key f- uh, places already drawn and we could uh, just reuse them yeah it, it goes down to to ten or f- uh, five ten percent of per episode it depends on the episodes but yeah it goes lower at the end uh, of the production
1: yeah at the at the risk of sounding like it's a job interview <laughs> <laughs> Which I guess it's like a home away from home for me. Is there a Um, What's What's your favourite thing about layout? Like Farhad, obviously, you've been doing layout um, for for quite a long time. You're really experienced in it. And Charlotte, that's the first thing that you went into. What What is it about layout that really appealed to you?
4: Um, I mean, I'm. I think I'm very detail oriented. Mm-hmm. So probably my favourite part of it is actually the after you've, you've got all your, your roughs out of the way, you've figured out, you know, exactly where everything is, what the sizing is, how big the characters are. Like, I, I love doing the clean version of that. Yeah, but I like spending my time like going through and it's kind of therapeutic for me, like doing the clean pass of everything. So that's, that's what I prefer to do. Yeah.
5: And for me, I like the, so I, when I was working uh, full-time as a layout artist, but now supervising is a different kind of uh, exercise. Um, so it was the challenges. Uh, I like to ask for uh, more complicated kind of background to do because I like to try to figure out uh, solution for problems. Uh, so when they had some issue with a background, so I was asking for that one because uh, I like to, to find um, what's the best approach to, 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 to take as a perspective aspect, for example, if we have to do a more anamorphic uh, type of background, or we have to do a lower angle, or we have to change the composition. So I like to, like, to experiment something in the BG, mm-hmm. uh, and, and also all the other aspects uh, combined to this. Uh, it's very interesting when you do one BG in a week, when you have time for, for example, when a, it's a feature, Uh, when you have one week to to do your background, so I enjoy to see the final result because it's very um, interesting. Satisfying. Yeah, (laughs) satisfying exactly.
1: Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) it's just like making things harder for yourself as well.
5: (laughs) Just choose the hardest one. (laughs) I have a random like
3: question that's probably like not really relevant to the role itself, but maybe it does Um, So how did you find yourself in 2D layout? Did you start something else? Like, did you start as a different role and then did you transition over time or were you always interested in 2D layout? Did you start in comics? Like, how did it sort of work for you as a path? I mean, both of you.
4: I'll let you go first because you've
5: got more interesting. Okay, I'll go first. Uh, Yeah, for for me, um, I always enjoy to watch... uh, Japanese uh, when I was a kid, so I start to watch Dragon Ball and all this stuff, but it was in the 90s, uh, so long, long time ago. And so I was very interested by drawing all these uh, elements, so I started draw and draw and draws so, and 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 uh, it ends up by uh, doing comics for me. And I was doing conventions, like I was going to Paris and presenting my uh, comic books, etc. And I start and 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 I I start to to ask myself uh, what I want to do professionally to to live and for me one of the solutions was to have a a more um, stable job was to go maybe in the animation and it was close to drawing but also it was a, a nice professional path to and also to meet a lot of other people so I went to luxembourg because there is a very nice uh, animation school there and there I tried to do keyframes so animate uh, I tried to start by animating stuff and they 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 tried to push me to do animation keyframe but I wasn't satisfied by that because I was looking for something more uh, deep and as I said uh, telling a story while I'm drawing I I think you can do it by animation too but for me it wasn't enough so I ended up on the the background and the layout, layout at that stage and so I kept that way because I really love when I start to do layout so that's that's a bit the from, from like
3: back when you were studying you kind of honed in and felt that's what you want to do yeah yeah oh, I,
5: I find it that when I was a student yeah wow
3: and that's what you've been doing sort of your whole career like yeah layouts exactly and you find that it's rewarding in terms of uh create creativity creatively i know like everyone has days ups and down but like in yeah. general do like, you find it creatively rewarding
5: yeah because it pushed me to do because i used to do also keyframe uh the, the genga as well sometimes so it pushed me to see all the aspects of animation in in just one scene right. so i asked to, to work with everything so it was much more rewarding to, to do uh, something else so that's why i kind of enjoy that because so many things to take in mind, take care of it, and 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 so that's why I just kept in it. And you cannot get bored. For me, at, at least, I'm not. Uh, I will never get bored of doing layout because there is so many things to take care of, and there's always a new show and new type of environment to create, and and so it's always uh, renewed. So yeah, it's still interesting. Yeah. How about how about you, Charlotte?
4: <laughs> um, I mean, I. I actually went to university um, thinking because I, I loved the the Leica stop motion, and I, I went to university thinking that I was going to be a stop motion animator. Mm. I I quickly realised that I'm patient, but I'm not that patient. <laughs> so um, <laughs> this is the next one up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, we we did a lot of uh, traditional 2D animation on paper, and I, I did enjoy that. Um, but it it just wasn't quite the right fit for me. And then we did, um, we did one exercise on a 2D layout and I just, I just loved it. And I just carried on doing that kind of going between 2D layout and environment design and yeah. And then I came here. (laughs)
0: Nice. Where did you study?
4: Uh, The arts university, Bournemouth. Okay, cool. Yeah. Nice. Good evening. Um,
0: uh, Yeah, no, very good one. so I, I had one question: Was if someone's like unsure if they say I'm not sure whether I want to kind of go into um, kind of more background concept art or two D layout because it sounds like there's quite a bit of overlap there in terms of skills. What would you What would you say to someone if they ask that question?
4: I I would say uh, try for both, but um, I, I think realistically, if we're talking about university leavers. I would say go for layout um simply because I I think that more design is kind of I don't it doesn't I don't want it to sound bad but it's going to sound bad it's almost a step further from layout because you're you're creating the ideas yourself
0: so it's typically um, more of a senior role
4: yeah so it's a, it's a little bit further and yeah. um layout it's you know if you've got if you've got your perspective nailed and you're you know you've got all the other qualities that you need you you can pretty much you can do it um I'd say that it it's probably easier to get into 2d layout than it is to get straight into a concept job um there are always a few people who are insanely talented and they can get straight into it but yeah, I'd say the layout. There's always would really... exceptions to every rule. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'd say layout if you yeah. were going to go for one.
0: Okay. Um, and Katie's. Sorry. sorry, go
4: on. I was just going to add to that. I don't know if that's what you were
1: about to ask, Tom. <laughs> Probably.
0: Um, but I was. <laughs> whatever the question is.
1: I was just going to add that because um, I, I definitely get what you mean, um, Charlotte, with the um, with the kind of which one. Is like maybe like not necessarily easier but I think the difference is that layout isn't quite as competitive yeah, as definitely. design is it's kind of maybe um more my thinking of it so um design is you know design is great it's a and it's a very very popular specialism because I think it appeals very broadly um to people who enjoy drawing and creating something um, and I think what's interesting about this podcast and kind of like you guys sharing your experiences with 2D layout is kind of showing people who might think, you know, I'm interested in design because I enjoy animation and I like drawing. That there's actually like so many different diverse specific areas that that drawing skill mm-hmm. can go in, and so many different hats that like draftsmanship can wear mm-hmm. in the industry. That um, I think it's it's really interesting because I think design is kind of appealed to a lot of people because design as a word is probably the most generic word that you can think of in any creative industry, but two um, D layout is obviously incredibly specific. But I think it's just kind of it's just that kind of narrowing down, and it's kind of it, a case of candidates knowing themselves enough to know that two D layout is the way to.
0: It's, it sounds almost like it's a little bit more on the technical side of, of, I guess so it's similar to kind of like you have concepts, you have character designers, then you have animators drawing those in different poses. So it yeah. sounds like a kind of a, one's doing the kind of the more the, the, the blank canvas side of it. And the other one's actually kind of, kind of bringing it to, to life in different ways. So it sounds, I don't know if that's a similar analogy or, or how it works in terms of the designer versus the actual kind of layout role, or if I'm just talking rubbish. <laughs> <Case correctly. laughs> I think they
3: deal yeah, with I- different problems, don't they? Like they they have to they have to address different problems. Mm. I think in the first yeah. one, you're kind of having to deal with, like you said, concepts, ideas, and whether or not this is uh, in character, in style for the story. Whereas then I think with layout, you're kind of trying to problem solve actual shot by shot how this will work. For, like for the storyboard and whether or not this will work
0: and I guess Cause I, I, yeah yeah because I always thought that was done more at the storyboard stage in terms of prop solving that that I think, that I, think scene. I think I think with
3: storyboards yeah definitely that that does happen but I think it's more of a sketchy version of it it's like right. you know where people are roughly but then you're not having to worry about like where they are from like a certain prop exactly or where right. they are from the door and how they walk in and then how that affects the next shot. And I guess once you go into layout, that becomes more important. And then you start to Mm -hmm. worry more about like framing and well, he needs to actually do this, but it doesn't fit. We need to then go wider, which means this is how much of this background needs to get drawn. Cause it's all about that in the end, isn't it? It's like the layout helps uh, prioritize What needs to get done otherwise backgrounds will be painting everything Mm. to all levels of detail whereas layout tells them no for shot one and two we're going to have a close-up on the counter and there we can add more detail but then maybe like the rest of it is all wide
0: so when they so it's kind of the next level of detail after storyboarding yeah Mm.
4: yeah yeah you kind of have to work with it's almost like the economy of it um, because yeah. the the background painters, uh, they it takes them a long time to do uh, each background because sure. there's just so much in it. Um, so yeah, we have to kind of help them decide yeah. what they actually have to do. And, like, don't not to be responsible their for
0: waiting, waiting mm-hmm. the time? Yeah. Cool. yeah. <laughs> um, uh, I had a question actually, it's for 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 Katie because I know Katie, you said it's there's it's almost less competition or it's less competitive compared to kind of an environment designer. Yet it's weird Because from what I hear from Blue Zoo and I know from Lupus as well, they said it is incredibly hard to find kind of two uh, to layout artists. So you think it that that would mean it'd kind of be a little bit tougher to get in if they're they're kind of I guess there's a there's a strange kind of mixture there. So I was wondering what why you think it is so hard to find two delay artists.
1: So it's kind of it's a combination of both those things. So it's not as competitive because not as many people know about it. And not as many people necessarily feel like it's the right discipline for them. And then on the other hand of that, you start to go on the other end and there's not necessarily as many people who can do layout, which both of those together creates the kind of skills gap. So um, you kind of have a lot of people who like, 2D layout kind of comes from a very, like please Farhad and Charlotte, correct me if I'm wrong. Um, It comes from a very kind of like traditional place in animation um, that isn't necessarily as kind of shouted about as animating concept art storyboarding. Um, So there's like the exposure to information. I know that a lot of people at university and layout is kind of wrapped into background so people say that they're a student who and they've graduated and they're a background artist where yeah. it's a combination of painting and layout mm-hmm. and there's also an addition within that is the majority um would want to go in there and say I'm a background artist but background painting is kind of where my passion is right. so you kind of have like an, a, an additional kind of majority going to painting because again like 2d layout is such a it's a discipline it's kind of it's patience and it's like attention to detail which doesn't always speak super well to people who are kind of like the creative mind where it's like we you know (laughs) it doesn't always hold hand in hand and sometimes it's a complete perfect fit but not always and again it's that extra information of like really understanding the role to understand if I'm going to like this. Painting is so much more widely talked about in terms of like rendering, lighting. It's not necessarily as focused on, especially, you know, when I kind of look at art courses online, rendering and painting takes up a lot more time than people discussing and teaching perspective. Because perspective is such, it's much more of like a kind of fine new, thing to teach it's it's really hard to teach it's not necessarily a an overwhelming technique it's it's exercise practice and patience so i think all of those factors together kind of reflect the skills gap and why it's difficult to to hive that role and hopefully if anyone's listening to this it'll kind of encourage them to to look into it and see if it's for them
0: but to, to pick up on that point you mentioned um, about you've seen people kind of apply for 2 year layout roles and they haven't quite been the right person. What what do you mean by that? What 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 is wrong with their work? In a general example that that you could see they they weren't quite the right fit.
1: So it, it, it 99 times out of 100 it comes down to perspective. Right. Um. So. so it's
0: purely a technical thing.
1: Yeah, technical most of all, Farhad I, I think like obviously we work together with recruiting um, a lot of the times for layout but would you agree with that in portfolios that perspective is kind of the big thing that holds candidates back?
5: Yeah I, I think they, they don't just don't understand the, the layout role exactly, the problem is I think more coming from uh, the school, the teachers because they are not explaining them what's real, really a layout uh, job uh, as, as, as a professional so they end up uh, sending uh, their books so uh, right now I'm checking the in- internship books and that's the main problem so they try to give everything together so they don't uh, split for example uh, uh, a layout from a paint uh, or uh, a character design so they give everything for the same for, for, for all the roles they, they, they want to apply and it's yeah. not helpful because we don't know what the, the quality is or how, how good is the artist as a, as a perspective uh, or this kind of uh, things uh, so i think they are more com- mostly confused because of that they just don't know because of the the, the way they are teach the, the the job i think yeah i think
1: that access to information is quite um is
4: quite n- uh narrow yeah. at wonder, times is definitely not taught um very extensively i mean we we had one assignment in the whole of 3 years um uh, yeah, so I, I think a lot of people, because um, I mean, perspective. When when you tell someone that they have to learn perspective, it's not like it's not exciting. It's not <laughs> it's not glamorous. It's kind of like, oh, but that's not you want. People <laughs> almost want like the the magic button to press, and it's it's all good, and then you can get to the fun stuff. Um, but yeah, it's really not talked about in universities a lot, which is a shame. Um, because, yeah, there's, there's just no real understanding of how it actually works. And how
1: like, deep the skills to be a layout mm. lay artist yeah. goes, because, you know, I'm kind of in the dark about it a little bit. You guys are obviously like mentioning like cinematography and staging and the composition around a key pose and leading the eye, and all of those are like fantastically creative things alongside the very strict disciplines of perspective. Um, and I think that that's something definitely to kind of like highlight what layout artists mm. can accomplish and, and how much they can kind of contribute. Well, I, think,
3: I think part of the problem, which uh, I don't know, I mean, Farhad, feel free to agree or disagree with me. Part of the problem is I think that uh, ever since like people were interested in learning animation, there's always been an emphasis on CG. And it's always been 3D, 3D, mm. 3D, 3D. 3D. And um, there is actually very little resource out there for uh, an actual 2D production. You have courses that teach you traditional animation, like you know, drawing frame by frame. But yeah. the reality is, most 2D jobs are not frame by frame. Most of them are puppet animation, which is like yeah. using Toon Boom or Flash. And that type of show will have you know. A digital version of storyboarding a digital version of layout a digital version of 2d rigging and i mean when i was doing uh like a a, a course uh like 10 years ago now wow <laughs> i was i was i was working uh in the middle east with uh, cartoon network we were developing a course and uh, it was it shocked me how it's, it was there's no information out there about how to do a rig, how to do layout, how to do storyboarding, and that's still till today. And I think that's part of the, what we're addressing anyway at Anim Dojo. We're doing like of course now, hopefully to address that um, with the, you know what, what you guys are doing now with layout. But yeah. I think that's part of the problem. I think it's 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 that not only is there not much awareness, but there's also not much information about how to do it. And what, it, what what's involved in it, and like
1: a professional 2D yeah. pipeline. I yeah, I that's... mean,
3: like I, if I go on Instagram right now and I'll swipe through, I'll get like at least ten people advertising their digital painting course, and maybe one or two people advertising their traditional animation course, and then yeah. But there's absolutely nothing that talks about a actual 2D production, and 2D production is kind of hidden in this like. You yeah. Know, uh it exists
1: and there's professionals doing it how did they they get there yeah yeah.
0: but it doesn't it doesn't (laughs) exist until today where now we have on uh as as you touched on uh excited to announce on anim dojo we've got a a new room that focuses on on to layout which Farhad has spent the last few weeks making amazing videos to explain it all and to set exercises as well so um, i think that should be released by the time this podcast goes out. So, uh, cheers to had for doing all that stuff, but really hope it will provide a route. Cause so as you both said, it's, it, it can, um, you know, create a route into industry that is, that is open at the moment and people aren't necessarily taking advantage of. So I think it's, yeah. and that's why I think it's such a, you know, a valuable thing to do. And especially because, um, you know, a lot of studios have said they're, they're itching for 2D layer, 2D layer artists, and a lot of people just don't know the role even exists, which is one of the reasons for wanting to do this this podcast as well. I, it made, made me think, actually, when you're talking about that, what, what tools do you use to do the job?
5: Um, yeah, we're using mainly Photoshop uh, okay. to do our work. Uh, but it depends on some production. They want us to also set up some time in 3D uh, so we can use SketchUp as a 3D tool to help, but that's rarely the case because it, it, most of directors don't want to use the 3D for the 2D animation because you are kind of limited in the creativity uh, with the, the camera angles and the focals and the camera, et cetera. So they, they prefer to, to only stay with traditional animation, but yeah, mainly Photoshop for us.
0: Yeah, okay. And um, uh, Charlotte, what what what's your setup? Do you use a kind of Wacom tablet or a Cintiq? What's your preferred yeah. method of doing the job?
4: Uh, we use uh, the Cintiqs at Blue Zoo, um, but you you can use whatever if you if you have one of the small Wacom tablets, that's perfectly fine. I did my three D, my third year film, uh, just using one of those small little uh, tablets. So you don't need yeah. a a screen to draw on. It's, yeah, or could yeah. you use
0: an iPad and procreate or something like that? Yeah,
4: yeah.
0: Cool. Okay. Um, one, one thing we've asked every, in each of these uh, this series of podcasts, we've asked if someone sounds like they really want to do this job and they want to get better to avoid some of the uh, mistakes that you might see in portfolios, and they say, I've got a, a couple of days free, what would you recommend they do in that spare time to, to practice to get better?
5: Just for the, the portfolio or for...
0: Just the general the general skills. If, if you were kind of back, you know, uh, 18 years old or whatever, and you're thinking, okay, what would you yeah. tell yourself to, to focus and practice on? If you didn't have, even if you didn't have a computer, you just had a, you know, pen and mm. paper, what, what would you say the best thing to do would be? Uh,
5: from my, my point of view personally, I will say to myself, to young Farad, uh, put your focus on the... Composition, and try to understand the continuity. Uh, how to add some elements in your in your in your background, the scale, etc. I mean, all the little details that I was not paying attention at all. So I was just about to put my perspective grid and start working mm-hmm. on that without thinking. Why should I, where should be my horizon line? Where should why should it should be there? What's the purpose of it? Why should I use all these different kind of uh, um elements uh building my thing uh breaking the symmetry on some background this kind of thing so that's the thing i could uh, give an advice to yeah you,
0: is is there a way that you've if you found a good way to practice that whether it's you know copying a comic book or drawing comics or or trying to recreate a frame from a movie what's is there is there any ways that might help uh with that because composition is a big thing so Uh, Is there a a more uh, kind of uh, example of what what someone could do? So,
5: I think uh, they could uh, try to find all the art of uh, Disney stuff, for example, because you have the books Art of uh, Mulan or any of them, and try to to, 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 uh, just look at the general uh, aspect of a background, uh, of a layout because uh, we just see what's on the frame uh, and, and that doesn't show the only background and how it has been composed. Uh, so it's good to see what was thinking the layout artist. And all these books are very uh, a great tool just to understand the composition. So one of the best uh, I've ever seen uh, for me is Cusco, um, the Disney one. So the backgrounds are amazing. I mean, the composition are crazy the design are crazy. So for me, it's the best uh, thing to watch. It's like being a painter, so uh, we have to watch uh, masters, how they, 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 yeah. they work. And it's the same. We have to always try to figure out how they, they, they do the layout they have done.
3: Is that yeah. like that oh. opening shot in Pinocchio? Yeah.
5: Another you know, one where they go through and then down and then what? Yeah, and like- yeah, yeah. So if you get, if you have the whole picture, and not just the framing of the camera, you, you kind of see how they kind of cheat in the in the layout. So each each sequence, uh, each, sequ- each uh, segment of the, the background is done for one specific framing. So it doesn't mean the perspective is wrong, but is right just for one framing at the moment. So if they want to show the window, they have one uh, specific perspective for the window, and when the camera is going lower, they just cheat and change it because it's working better for the second framing so sometimes we have to also cheat a lot in in this, uh, and it, you're, you're drawing like multiple perspectives within exactly, yeah, based on yeah. how the camera moves. Exactly, we have to distort things. We have to figure out all this. So that's very interesting to to watch the the Disney old layouts. Very that good. Sounds
1: yeah. wild. Yeah. Um, Charlotte,
5: <laughs> what, what, I... what... yeah. Charlotte,
4: you. Oh you're okay. good.
0: I was, was going to ask you what you what what you recommend uh, someone to do.
4: Um, I mean, yeah, I would say. Uh, because I've seen a lot of university lever portfolios, of second years, um, and a lot of them actually do focus a lot on the the storytelling side of it, um, but less so on the actual perspective. And I always, I, I know that it's never the answer that they want to get, but um <laughs> yeah, I'd always recommend that they just really work on the perspective. If they feel like they've got uh, one point down, then they need to practice their two point. If they've got two point down, it needs to be three point. And then if you want to go crazy, go with like fisheye and all the, all the crazy distorted perspectives. But yeah, I think if in doubt, go Back to basics I guess.
2: Would you say it'd be worthy to watch the um, old animes you were talking about Farhad that clearly don't have layout on them? Yeah, <laughs> think... see What not to do?
5: <laughs> yeah we also yeah 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 I think you did you have two schools you have all these uh, features and with all this great content and all this uh, amazing uh, layouts and background and you have all these uh, small productions done with, uh, Asian productions, uh, that all this mixed up. And so if you compare both of them, you see what you have to do and you see what you specifically shouldn't do because all the mistakes are in, in one side and in the other side is very great because they have the time to work on it and they have a lot of experience. And the other hand, they don't have specifically the time, but also they don't, they care less kind of, because there's so many uh, aspects of the work that they could be boring for them. I don't know, but yeah, better watch both of them and you can figure out what to do and not to do.
1: Yeah. I just, um, I just wanted to touch on, um, I saw recently, um, there's a person, uh, her name's Victoria Ying. She used to be a visual development artist at, um, at Disney. And, um, I saw that she was talking about an exercise that she found really useful for teaching perspective. Um, I don't know what you guys would think of it, but she said like, don't worry about putting this in your portfolio because you're just copying. But if you take Mm -hmm. a photo that has a two point perspective or a three point perspective, and then over the top of that, if you draw um the the perspective lines and the vanishing point and the horizon line within that over the top of it and then remove the image and have it next to it don't have it underneath it and trace it if you have it next to it and then you reference that image when you're trying to draw by following the lines and the guide that you just have it's a way of kind of training your eye and like trying to work from within that grid so you create the grid so that you're like seeing where those lines are and then you reference the photo to draw it by hand. And if you keep reiterating that, not putting copied photographs in your portfolio for layout, but if mm. you keep copying that, it does help develop your eye. And I thought that was really interesting to kind of see a very specific exercise because I've not heard of one before.
5: Sounds, sounds like a great exercise for uh, the AnimData Room. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. a very good exercise. So it's kind of the thing we are doing actually uh, as a layout artist. Basically, when we draw our grid, we uh, bring very low the opacity, so we barely see where's the vanishing point. Yeah. And in general, what we also do is uh, we, we draw a quick sketch uh, first before going crazy on the perspective, mm-hmm. how it works. And then we start to build the perspective around it. So, I mean, the the thing is with the perspective, um, everyone kind everyone uh, of could have his own methodology. Uh, it doesn't yeah. mean it's wrong. Uh, it, it means... He, the perspective works a uh, different way for him yeah uh, he sees things differently and 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 so yeah i think practicing uh, exercises that way could help you to improve a lot uh,
0: yeah. mm-hmm.
1: exercises coming soon to anim dojo yeah yeah
0: <laughs> cool i think on that note i think we're, we're out of time uh so thanks uh to both charlotte and farhad for um for filling us in on all of that that's Hopefully, it'll be invaluable to a lot of people. I've certainly learned a lot about what what the role kind of entails, and I hope everyone else did as well. And um, so, cheers to you both. And also, if you're listening at home, do remember to check out the other um, podcasts we've done previously. Uh, last was it last year? I can't remember now. Uh, we did loads on kind of the recruiting side of it, of how to prepare uh, portfolios, how to yep. prepare for interviews, how to do interviews. There's so much uh, amazing, valuable content where we spoke to all the different studios to get all the, a range of advice. And then also we've got these different series on uh, uh, a character designer and art director. So do check them out. And then if you fancy giving us a review, that'd be even nicer. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, and don't forget they're on, uh, if you're listening to this on um, a podcast app, they're also on uh, YouTube as well, where Grace has beautifully kind of made them visual with uh some of the um the references that we're talking about as well
1: so you can see
0: yes yeah, and you can see our faces um, so yeah so cheers so thanks again to um charlotte and farhad and cheers to grace bader and katie for uh joining in this podcast and hope everyone's enjoyed listening to it and thanks for listening so and don't forget to check the website out with the new room And uh, until next time, goodbye.
1: Bye, guys.
3: Cheers. Bye. Bye.
0: Bye.